Welcome to another episode of Just Ask Rethinking Development. I'm Greg Jeffrey. With me today is my co-host and friend, Brian Wilburn. You know, Brian has an absolute glow on his face this morning. He just got back from a huge book sale at NDSU. It came with a brand new uh, binder leather folder. Type oh, it's thing. so nice. You are you are aware, Brian, that um, I guess, I think we should give some advice for the young men in the audience who might be contemplating marriage. You know, there's two questions you should ask your intended, and of course, the first one is, "Are you an alcoholic?" But the second, <laughs> but the second one is is a little bit less obvious, and it's, "Do you like books?" Ooh, I didn't. Oh I yeah. Didn't think oh, I'm serious. You know, because. I could just take my paycheck and just sign it over to Amazon. Bam. Boom. What? You don't go to Barnes & Noble? It's all Amazon now for you? It's not for me. It's, no. for, it's for my wife. It's, I'm saying. She's got like 3,000 yeah. volumes downstairs. So you're worried if they like books, this might be a problem in the future. Well, you know, just you'll never own a house. I mean, if yeah. she likes books. It's, too many. It's books, too much. The other, the other, the, I, there's a third question that would be, do you like gardening? That's the other thing. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going beyond the hey, you're cute, I'm cute. Let's you know, hey, let's, let's hang out. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get married. Um, Brian, what's our topic today? All right, the topic is I just called to say thank you. I know you're thinking Stevie Wonder. I just called to say I love you. Uh, I just called it. Well, you know, you're kind of saying that I love you when you say thank you. We're gonna try to make this. I want to talk about the importance of thanking donors and gratitude when you receive gifts. We're going to make, because I, I want you to st- uh, avoid, I know you're thinking it out there right now, you're starting to get glazed over, you're like, thank the donors, thank, and I, I think of like my old band instructor, he stopped the trumpets in one time, and he said, trumpets, that was as boring as oatmeal in the morning, and that meant we had to do it again, because we just were awful. We're going to make this not boring, we're going to make this good, so I want to highlight really why you should do it, why you should thank the uh, donors, I'm going to make a case there, I want to talk about how... Um, who is worth thanking, and then talk about you know just some practicals. How do you implement it better? Just so we don't say, "Hey, go thank them," and then we give you nothing. You on you on board for that, Greg? Totally. Okay, I might learn something. This and, well, yeah, you might, you might, and feel free to jump in too if you got you got a hot one. So, well, the first thing is there's some great statistics out there on thanking people. There was one study that said it, it made no difference to thank people at all. And that study was actually totally bunk because their sample size was like 70 public radio stations. And they looked at the effectiveness of thanking people. But on average, they thanked people like nine months later. <laughs> Who cares? You know, it, so the timeliness of your thank you matters. But when you look at it in a real way with real studies, there was one by Penelope Burke out there. And it said that if you thanked people within 24 hours, you were... 30, uh, you're look, you were going to see a 39% increase in the next gift from that donor on average. Their next gift would go up by 39%. And Bloomerang, which is you know one of the softwares out there, they did a study and found that if there was no call, there was a 33% retention rate. If there was one phone thank you, and this is within a 90-day period, um, a 41% thank you, uh, or 41% retaining uh, of the donor. And then if you thank them multiple times, so like maybe you thank them right away and you thank them again sometime in the next three months, there was um, a 58% retention. And that's that's pretty dang good, people. I mean, if that is really good. I think it, uh, I'm trying to guess as to why that might be. And I'm, I'm wondering if part of it is not just the gratitude, you know, that, that we feel for them and, and the fact that they feel recognized, 
But I wonder if it's not also just a top of what they call in marketing top of mind awareness. Right. That we st- we stay on top of their minds. When it comes time to give money away again, we we come to mind. Yeah. They're like, something, oh, something that one. Yeah. And you just think like your own personal experience. You've like, if you, you've given to places, think about the difference between someone that, you know, say you gave them 500 bucks, whatever it was still, and maybe you never got a thank you call. But then you think of the one that you sent in a hundred bucks, even if it was like a couple days later, they called and said, hey, I just called to say thank you. That really meant a lot to us. I don't want to take you too far off topic here, but one of the things that I notice every month when I balance my checking account is if I send a charity a check, say on the 5th of the month, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes on the 30th of the month when I reconcile my checking account, I can see that they haven't cashed the check yet. Oh, that's weird. Oh, what happens all the time. Now, now granted that mail is slow and maybe it takes, you know, this is an actual sure. check and the mail maybe takes four or five days to get to them. Mm-hmm. But... um the fact that, you know, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks goes by before they actually cash the check, you know, essentially that tells me they don't really need the money. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not uh, make or break here. That's uh, Well, and that highlights kind of a, another part of the why of thank yous. So you might say, okay, well, we're just a small mom and pop or a nonprofit. That's actually, we can't compete with the big boys. We don't have the resources, the amount of people to thank everybody well. Well, here's the deal. That actually is a huge advantage to you because... Those large nonprofits, just like you're talking about, Greg, they don't get around to it very quickly. But you as a smaller regional nonprofit, you have a chance to really become a place that people love to give to because they can see it's having an impact right now. And they see that when you thank them promptly. And it's usually the smaller Catholic organizations that are the ones that delay in cashing the check. The ones, it seems to me, the ones that need the money really? more are more desperate for the cash. That's why I support them, are the, are the ones that take the longest to actually you know, bundle up and cash the checks. And it could be a case where they just don't get enough checks on a daily basis yeah. to bother running to the bank. Or it could be it's a one man show. Well, and that's, I mean, that right there is, that's going to get, you know, at the end of this, when we wrap around back to like um, how you do it, it is. You know, let's get to that then. But just to say, it's very worth it. Not necessarily that you have to hire a whole full time staff, but I'm almost I'm really in favor of another like even part time paid staff, somebody to help you think better because you're leaving. This is the why you're leaving money on the table if you are not thanking people. Well, I can. I, this guy always comes to my mind. He was someone that you know he he gave a gift to the Newman Center. And this was in the early days of our development program, maybe eight years ago. And my predecessor Kyle, to his credit, way to go, Kyle. Um, he always cites that this uh, Kyle, he gave the donation online. He was in Phoenix and then he starts driving to Tucson. And before he can get to Tucson, he gets a phone call from Kyle saying, hey, and Kyle always sounded like he won a sweepstakes. Hey, wow. Thank you so much, you know, for that gift. And he was so floored. He's like, I barely had time. I couldn't even get to Tucson. And they had thanked me. That stuck with him. And to this day, this is now seven, eight years later, he's become, you know, a much larger donor to us. Um, he always references that of how that was so important to him. And it's continued that we always make sure a good job of thanking people right away. So it matters to people and you will raise more money. Okay, so who is worth thanking? Because again, you can't thank everybody. I had somebody who... Well, you can't thank everybody (coughs) personally. Exactly. You can't thank everybody in the same way. Sorry, good distinction, Greg. You should thank everybody. Now, there needs to be a system of filtering to say like who gets thanked and in what method everyone should at least get a a letter a dear john letter thank you so much um that needs to that needs to happen 
But as far as who gets thanked on a higher level, I had somebody, a uh, story that comes to mind here is uh, it was a colleague in the fundraising industry. And I remember they were kind of, you know, glowingly talking about, you know, I actually, I'll take home just hundreds of letters because I want to make sure that they each know that they got a written my name that said, thank you so much. And even if it was 25 bucks or a thousand bucks, whatever it was, I, I took home stacks, hundreds to, to hand thank these. And I thought, what a waste of time. Because now you're thinking of it, you have to remember too, if you're in the fundraising industry, some people are like, oh, I always lick my thumb and then I rub my thumb across the thank you to see if it was a real signature. Most people don't do that. You can actually have a very effective electronic signature that you print out. And again, I'm not trying to make people feel like we're, we're just trying to be honestly practical. You wouldn't want us spending so much time on, on just writing hand, handwritten things and burning out staff. But we, your gift still matters, but you can make them uh, still feel valued in a much more efficient way. Now, you should hand thank, like if somebody gives you $1,000 or more or something like that, you need to get a, a written thank you, depending on your organizational size. I mean, if you're obviously a $10 million plus organization, probably not practical. But if your budget's even a million, I'm guessing you don't get a ton of $1,000 gifts in a week. So that's not that hard to organize that efficiently and, and make sure those people get thanked. Phone calls, you need to set the amount. So this is getting into the how do you implement it, really. You need to set a amount that triggers when something is going to uh, get a phone call and how fast. For us at the Newman Center, we always do, if you're a first-time donor, you're, you're right at the top. You get a thank you call for sure, and it should happen ASAP. And if you give, I think it's something like over, I think over 250, we try to thank you rapidly. Other than that, if it's not a first time gift, it's kind of one of those, make sure it happens ideally within a couple days, but for sure within a week. I mean, honestly, outside of a week, you're starting to get late in a phone call. I have um, give credit to Scott Holdman on this idea. Um, If you do get way behind, one good tactic you could use is to basically... Um, to basically go and um, call them. And when you call them, reference the date they gave and say, hey, if it's on the 30th of September, I saw you gave a gift on the 8th of September. And I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to call you that day, but I wanted to call now and just say, thank you so much. That meant a lot. So you're referencing, you know when it came in and you're referencing to them when and how they, they gave that. So you need to set an amount. You kind of need to go through, we call it the journey of a check. When it comes in, who's on top of it? It's ideal to have your database coordinator be on top of assigning those thank yous right away. I mean, that was that is a stickler. If, if that's not happening, I mean, that's more important than so many other things your database administrator could be focused on. So you got to do that. I mean, essentially here, um, just to kind of bring it back at the end of, uh, what was that thing I wanted to wrap up at the end, Greg? There was something more that you brought up that, Ah, now it's all gone from my mind. What was that? You know, I think we do this podcast better when we have beer instead of coffee. I know. We're doing coffee today, and we're just, it's making our minds not work. Um, Well, just basically that thanking donors, it's a good practice. It's also the right thing to do and to do it well because it shows humility. It shows that you value their gift. And don't be surprised if you don't thank people well. Somebody else will. And like you know, you were saying at the beginning, Greg, they will stay top of mind. I can't tell you how many people have moved over as supporters of the Newman Center. Again, not like we're trying to go out there and compete with anyone, but we just try to do our job well. But people will reference that. They'll say, I mean, we started giving because we could tell that you guys appreciated it. You thanked us. We gave to this other organization. I haven't heard from them in like five years, even though this person is a regular giver to that organization. That's terrible. So... Thank your donors or someone else will. And make just just call to say thank you. 
Thanks, Brian. See you next week.